Welcome to the Dream Big, My Friend podcast, where you will find all the inspiration you need to begin living a more intentional life today. Because no matter where you are right now in life, it's never too late to dream big, my friend. And now here's your host, Francis Vitakovic. Hey, before we jump into today's episode, did you know that I've created just for you a massive collection of freebies that includes my Do Something book. It's a no BS guide for anyone who wants to stop wasting their time today. There's also the Fabulous Day Cheat Sheet, the 25 Ways to Make Your Life Instantly Better Guide. I've also included a 12-month habit tracker template, the Abundant Mindset Guide. There's also the fantastic Your Future Self Workbook. It's a workbook designed to help bring your future self to life. And finally, the Vent and Move On workbook. It's a workbook I designed to help you resolve any issue. Right now, all these freebies are sitting inside my secret library, which you can sign up and access for your dreambigmyfriend.com forward slash freebies. That's forward slash freebies. There is honestly so much goodness there. Now it's time to dive into today's episode. Hello, my friends. How are you guys going? If you have ever gotten angry, today is going to be a great episode for you because we're going to be chatting about ways to control anger or seven ways in particular to cope when anger strikes. And these are going to be such good tips in order to calm yourself down quickly. So let me start by saying this. I think that we all know that having a healthy, well-balanced mindset is crucial to living a life you love. So if you are here listening to me speak and you're all about dreaming big and living life with more intention and creating a life you love, then you know that it's really important to get to a place where you feel healthy, mentally healthy, emotionally healthy, and physically healthy. But the only problem is that many of us allow our emotions to get the best of us when it would serve us better to stay level-headed and calm. Now, if you're a mum like me, then I'm going to put up my hand up to say that there are plenty of times that the kids have pushed my button over the years. Okay, I've got teenagers now, but it, I would be lying if I said I didn't get angry. I would get angry about the silliest things in the past, all because I don't know whether the kids just knew how to push my buttons, but it definitely happened. And the reason why anger isn't the most positive reaction to have when dealing with those experiences, especially when you have little kids, is because it often causes us to act in ways that we later regret. And that just makes us feel really crappy. So of course, we want to try to nip that in the bud if we can. Now, of course, I actually have to preface that by saying that reacting angrily to something that we consider to be an infuriating situation is a natural response. Because remember, our thoughts are going to be the thing that kickstart the feelings of anger. And sometimes an angry thought is going to be the first one that pops into our mind because it just seems normal to us. Let's just say if I had my wedding album, my precious wedding album on the table and a child came along and spilt maybe a tub of paint or something that was going to ruin the whole album. Of course, that's going to be my instant normal reaction is just to be angry. And it's actually really interesting to note that the reason we often get angry is because it's masking another emotion because obviously in that emotion, I would be devastated. I would be sad. I'd feel like something that was really precious had just been ruined. But the anger that we're going to be talking about in this episode isn't when anger is an expected response. So like someone rips out something precious to you, you're going to be annoyed, angry, whatever we want to call it. I'm going to be talking today about when your anger is actually an over the top or an extreme reaction to the situation at hand, when it's like when you even know yourself that it's a little bit not normal. 
normal, like it's a bit OTT, over the top. One example might be that you're really furious because your child is chewing with his or her mouth open or like maybe dripping saliva down their mouth on purpose. You could choose to feel a lot of different emotions in that moment. You could be disgusted or you might find it funny or you might find it something different. But for whatever reason, you've chosen to latch onto anger and it's a bit over the top for that situation. Another example might be when you're really angry because the paper just got stuck in the printer or it's not working or the neighborhood kids are too loud and you're trying to have a nap. But all of those are catalysts to this unnecessary outburst of anger. We're talking about the over-the-top anger that, not that it scares you, but you sort of instantly like wish that you didn't go, you didn't take it that far. But the good news is that you can conquer your anger and you can learn the alternative measures of stress relief to embrace those so that you don't feel like you're destined for a life of unnecessary raging. So even better, you can actually strengthen your relationship with your spouse and your kids by letting the anger go. You just let it go. And you can learn how to free yourself of that all-consuming anger that affects your life in so many different ways. So I just want you to know that you have plenty of options and I'm going to share them with you in this episode today. So here are some of the strategies that are going to help you to overcome your anger. And number one is definitely detaching from the situation. So if you're in a situation where your blood is beginning to boil, you have to know that you've got the option to excuse yourself from the room first. You can go and grab a bottle of water. You can get some fresh air. You can even call a friend to vent. Just allow yourself a few minutes of grace to strategize and, you know, a different approach to that challenge that's going to stop you from losing control and instead is aiming to keeping the peace. Now, remember, you don't have to stick around ever if a situation is making you feel really fired up. You can retreat, just take a step back, exit the room. You don't need to storm out like a crazy person or lose control. Just do it in a mature adult way. Step outside, take a deep breath. And this leads me to tip number two, which is put yourself in his or her shoes. Arguments with your partner, if that's the one that you're having a feud or burning with, can often get quite out of hand if you let anger get the best of you. But before you blurt out anything that you're going to regret later on, I just want you to think about his or her feelings. Same strategy applies if we're talking about your kids. If you say things that you don't think are that significant, so you might say, well, you never help. You don't do anything for this family. You are always lazy. You're always doing something wrong. That can pack a massive punch in the gut for them. Just be careful about the words you're choosing. Like you are seeking a solution. You don't want to have a debate. Remember, you're either part of the problem or you're part of the solution, and this works both ways. So if you have an issue, you need to talk about it in a mature way. So remember what I said, the point here is to put yourself in your partner's shoes. So if you are having an argument about your husband, let's just say playing too much golf, that's something my husband used to do. Maybe if I put myself in his shoes, I would try to understand that that is for him a form of exercise and that's how he unwinds and that he's not trying to be selfish. He's just trying to get some self-care in for himself. Just put yourself into their shoes and try to see what they might be thinking. If your child snatched something away from their brother or sister, Maybe they did that because that's what their little brother's been doing them for the last week and you just haven't noticed because you've been too busy. So just understand that they everyone has their reason for doing things and it really helps to get down to the bottom of what that mystery is. Like what is the mystery reason that they did that behavior for? ask questions or like just try to be curious and put yourself in their shoes and make sure that you're not expecting anyone to read your mind like if you are upset because your husband never helped tell him exactly what he can do to help you rather than expecting him to read your own mind because that could be when I talk about diagnosing the problem the problem when it comes to like working out what is their reason for their behavior they sincerely might not even know what's making you upset so in some cases you might actually need to tell them And now for my third tip, it's actually envision your outcome. What is your desired outcome from this argument? 
What's the long-term benefit of you allowing your anger to get the best of you? Like, is there any benefit to it at all? Like, do you have a resolution that you would prefer to be working towards? Remember, you always have the option of being assertive without being aggressive. Most of the time, aggression isn't going to get you the result you want. Like, if you want to have a peaceful resolution, you have to come at it from a place of peace. And the other person will actually sense that from you, like your genuine desire to resolve the issue and that you're not going to go and attack them. So they don't have to be so defensive when they see that you aren't really happy with them. And now for tip number four, which is actually asking for help. So think about all those situations where something has gone wrong and you're furious. So remember, like if I said, being angry at the printer, I haven't had my printer breakdown for a long, long time, but I do remember like in the early days, years and years ago, uh, if it would break down, all I had to do was ask for help as opposed to thinking that I had to solve that problem myself. Or I do remember like if I used to do the groceries, I used to be fuming if I would walk inside and not actually tell my husband that he had to help me with the bags or could he please help me? If I would just like walk every every few bags in on my own, I'd be burning. It's like I could have solved that problem straight away by just asking for help. A lot of us get ourselves into trouble because we expect that other people should be able to read our mind. Like I used to think my husband was sitting at the other end of the house, reading his newspaper, sipping his coffee, that he should be able to see me approaching like right at the front of the house with his bionic x-ray vision and he, that he should know that that is full with groceries and straight away jump up and be there ready for me. He often doesn't know whether I've gone to get a little bit or a lot. All I have to do is call and approach and say, hey, I'm just going to need some help. Do you know how that just would nip that straight away in the butt? We expect others to know what we're thinking and feeling, but the only way they're going to know that is if we actually share it and ideally share it before we get annoyed at them for not knowing what we were thinking and feeling. Sometimes we instinctively expect our kids and our family and our friends to give us the help that we need, even though we haven't explicitly asked for it. So just get good at being honest and asking for help because that is on you. Like it's, it's our responsibility to ask for help when we need it. And the truth is we sometimes do make it harder for ourselves when we're asking for help when we need it. But you might find that this is the magic tip that solves so many problems for you. So just be open to this being a potentially great strategy to solve so many of your future issues. And now for the fifth tip, when you are angry, I really recommend calmly explaining your feelings. Take some time to compose yourself and think about what truly has set off your flame. Really like get down to the nitty and gritty. What made you so angry? Be really specific about the cause and work backwards until you work out the root of your issue. Because sometimes anger, it's like this defense mechanism in us. We you pull it out like armor it's like to prevent the rest of the world knowing that our feelings have been hurt or that we could be feeling betrayed or rejected or angry or depressed or anything but I want you to know that it's perfectly acceptable to be vulnerable and there's nothing wrong with sharing your real feelings I feel like a lot of people connect with authenticity in that way when you're genuinely opening your heart up to saying to someone this is how that hurt me not like you're not angry because I hurt you in that way but you're feeling really sad or you might not be feeling loved or you might be feeling disrespectful or whatever it is like share the real feelings behind the anger and tip number six is taking the high road I hate to say it but sometimes retaliation is a sign of immaturity if you're getting angry at someone because they might be angry at you first for doing something if someone has intentionally wronged you there are lots of different ways that you can actually approach that situation maybe they wronged you and we're trying to purposely make you angry just to get a frantic reaction out of you maybe they did it unintentionally but guess what you don't have to react in the same way back to them. If they're angry at you, you don't have to react like a crazy person back to them. Instead, show them that you're the reasonable party in the situation. You can be cool, calm, and collected. 
you get to manage your own emotions no matter what other people do with their own feelings. They might be screaming, losing it, threatening you in some way, being totally crazy, being offended, whatever it is. But you can't control what's going on in the world around you. You can just control what is happening inside of you and how you choose to respond because that's where your power lies. Just remember, you can take the high road, you can walk away, you can just choose to be the more mature person in that situation and just Yeah, literally walk away. It's often the best thing you can do. And now for the final tip, which is number seven, laughing it off. When you're feeling really frustrated and tense and your body just needs to release that negative energy, I can't actually think of anything better than just having a good laugh. So I'm not suggesting that you're laughing at anyone's face, okay? But inside your head, you can see how ludicrous the situation could be at this very moment. So consider diffusing the argument by just having a giggle or sort of like trying to diffuse the situation, like not make it a big deal. Like rather than being really frustrated and angry, you might just like go, hey, like, are you kidding? Like, can we keep this really lightweight? Or are you really that angry? Or just diffuse, 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 diffuse. Sometimes it is honestly like best to let it go. And the way that the other person's going to let it go is by you not holding tight onto it and not getting angry or mirroring their behavior. I really recommend not getting angry with people who don't have the capacity or desire to change because like you're hitting your head against the brick wall. You're wasting your energy on hate or anger and resentment when you could instead be investing your energy in love and forgiveness and contentment and on people who actually matter and that you care about in your life. Anger ultimately doesn't solve anything, but it can destroy everything if if you let it get a hold of you. So if you love someone, laugh it off and don't make it escalate to a point where you can't turn back. Well, technically you can always turn back, you know that. But what I'm trying to say is just ensure your reactions are based on reason rather than emotion. And that's the most effective method of coping with anger. And these are skills that I still have to learn all the time because my buttons still get pushed and I have to be really careful to manage the way that I express my anger. Because remember, we're all going to get angry. So the goal of this episode isn't to eliminate all your anger because you're a human, you're going to feel anger all the time, but it's instead looking at the strategies that you can embrace in order to manage and cope with your anger well. Remember, anger doesn't have to control you. You get to call the shots. You're in control of your thoughts, your feelings, and your actions. And in the end, nobody can make you angry. Like your anger comes from the thoughts you're having about a situation and you get to make a choice about how you want to react to every situation in the world. And you get to decide if you want to use your anger as your response. Like in what way do you want to respond to that situation? And let me repeat that again. You get to decide, you get to decide. You could actually immediately almost eliminate all your feelings of anger just by never thinking an angry thought again. Because your thoughts are definitely the cause of those emotions. So just choose your thoughts wisely. Choose to see if you can look at it in a comical light, if you could look at it in a forgiving light, in a more compassionate way. What's a different attitude and thought that you could choose in any given situation where you'd normally would reach for frustration and anger? So here are just two final quotes for you to consider. My favorite is by Buddha. He said, holding on to anger is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. And Ralph Waldo Emerson said, for every minute you remain angry, you give up 60 seconds of peace of mind. And that's not a really difficult choice to make, is it? I mean, you can have 60 seconds of peace or you can have 60 seconds of anger and you get to take your pick. So which one will it be? So I hope these lessons have been valuable for you. You know, I love and appreciate you all. Thank you so much for being here with me. And until next time, dream big, my friend. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out. And if you really loved it, you can show your support by leaving a review on iTunes. 
For more inspiration, head over to dreambigmyfriend.com where you will find even more content for all the dreamers out there. Until next time, dream big, my friend. Dream big, my friend.